gotta check out the video for it. It's um, they did cartoon Beavis and Butthead style versions of the Red Hat Chili Peppers, and the whole music video is them, you know, kind of engaging the Butthead and Beavis fella. They ne- they never got the credit they deserved for their music videos, like Californication. Oh yeah, good call, man. This one, like, dude, uh, scar tissue just cruising in the fucking uh, convertible. You are psycho, bro. I literally had the image of the guitar player doing the solo on the broken the guitar solo. on the back of oh. that. Co- yes, exactly. Oh, man. you should have given you should you should have got eight of uh, Beyonce's Emmy just for that <laughs> one scene. You know what I mean? That's worth eight Beyonce Emmys right there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I hope the Chili Peppers got something. I think they had a few accolades back in the day, especially for those albums, man. I mean, you know, the, they were kind of like the best rock band out there at that time. Pop, I guess, pop music-wise. And, dude, those one of the best. great, man. You're right. They had the one, it was Californication, where it was a rip on that kick-ass video game we all played, uh, the Taxi Cab Driver game. Uh, th- they did it so good. It's fantastic. When they're going through, like, as the lyrics go, you know? Plus, that's... Do you remember the game? I think it was, like, Taxi Cab Simpsons or something like that. And uh, it was a similar style, but it was, like, a racing game. One of the best video games out there, and they never reproduced anything like it since. Uh, That was a good game. Dude, you know what I heard they came out with? They rebranded, like, a year ago, a couple years ago, was uh, Twisted Metal. No way! Fucking remember Twisted Metal, dude? I love Twisted Metal. That, that was like PS... That was when like it was just PlayStation. Yeah, you didn't have yeah. the PS and the number. It was PlayStation. Oh, no, no PS, dude. It was PlayStation, <laughs> and after a year, you had to flip it upside down for some reason. That's it was the right. only way the laser would read the disc. <laughs> That's right, man. Those are the <laughs> days where, you know, video game-wise, you'd still get away with blowing into the system to make it work again. You know, if the game was skipping or you're getting some issues with it. So those are... Well, you, know that just, you know what I just thought of was like, where did we find out about the flip? There was no internet. Wow. But like, Good call, dude. But oh, like, you man. were definitely telling a friend at school and they were like, oh, dude, Kevin had that. Yo, you flip it upside down. His older brother told him. It is amazing how word spread through the suburbs back in the... Uh... Back in the nineties, <laughs> isn't that so funny? Like yeah. I, rem- I literally remember when ours happened. We knew what to do because cousin Frank had his, and he heard remember from somebody, that? a neighbor, and then a neighbor heard from a cousin out of state, and uh, yeah, and cousin Frank. No, cousin Frank's PlayStation was always upside down. Remember in the basement over there? Remember? Yes, I do. I, I can like vividly picture. That's so funny. I definitely remember Frank's PlayStation upside down in the basement. They always had better games than us too. We were always very jealous of the. The game arsenal that so they had. Better. Ours was lame uh, for they some reason. They were older. Reason. Carmen was older. Older. So I think they had jobs, too, so they could afford to buy the games, whereas we were jobs. dependent. Jobs. He had kids at that point. He had kids. That's right. <laughs> but we were dependent on, you know, the folks, the old folks getting us the, the good times or saving it uh, from yeah, land. We had the cheapest dad ever, so. And uh, we didn't get paid for the work we did landscaping-wise, so it was kind of a lose-lose situation for us in the video game land. Which is yeah. probably why we lost, uh, you know, when all you can play is, you know, Madden 95 and Crash Bandicoot, you, you lose interest after a while. You go outside. It's a good call. You go pick up a trade. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I went and got a job. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go make some money. And then you get a job and you just want a car. That's, a, that's what it leads to. Oh, no. That's the, oh, see, that's the genius of our parents. See, what happens is they were like, oh, you want that video game? Go work for the money. And then you went to work for the money. You had the money. You're like, wait a minute. Now I have a job and money. You can get pussy. Yeah, man. I don't even need the video game. <laughs> you get the car, so you get the babes. That's how it works. Or at least you used to. Oh, now I'm an adult. Ah. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Yeah, so it, that was very effective parenting. You know, Maybe the trick really is don't buy all the fucking games for the kids because then they just sit there and play the games well now the kids i think they have control over the parents credit card or they just know how to hack into the systems you don't have to don't even have to go out and physically buy the games you literally just download them it's insane yeah for like for like 80 dollars or i don't even know if you do that i think you just log in 
right? Yeah, no, no, you, you, you have to buy the game, but now it's downloaded to your system. And then you have to pay as you play, correct, to you know get into the uh, cooler realms well, of you... the video game? No, no, that's just like, well, yeah, if you want to, uh, if you, well, we're going to give you six, six levels if you, if you want seven, eight, nine. That's right. You got to buy the booster pack. Yeah, I get, um, I'm subscribed, I guess, apparently to Xbox One. I don't know. I think it, it hits me once a month and that's when I see it on my bill. I'm like, oh yeah, I got the, <laughs> the Xbox subscription there and we log <laughs> it in once a month, maybe, you know? And uh, it's usually to play uh, Crash Bandicoot. I think I downloaded Crash Bandicoot last time. <laughs> yeah, you did. I played it at your house. It was That's so right. much fun. Yeah, the new version of Crash Bandicoot. Here I am. The gra- <laughs> Dude, it's Crash Bandicoot with great graphics it's on a fucking high-def fantastic. huge TV. This is fucking amazing. But they, didn't, they haven't improved from Crash Bandicoot. Here we are 20, 30 years later, and Crash Bandicoot's like the best I could find out there as an old guy. Well, yeah, it's either that or run around a map and get shot in the head by a 12-year-old kid. Yeah, see, I don't have the time to invest to become good at all the games that require you to be good at them now. So they're not fun for someone like me to jump into. We've tried. We have a few other games downloaded on both the Xbox, and then I have the Nintendo Switch as well, and... You get in that world, and you're right. You die right away, or you don't know where you're going. We have Zelda, which is considered, like, the greatest game released in the last 10 years for the Nintendo Switch. And neither of us have logged more than 10 minutes into the game because we uh, have just have no idea where to go, what to do, why it's interesting, and then we just want to go outside, drink beer, and play some bags. Yeah. You know what I've said to every kid growing up while I was growing up, like, that was just beating me just senseless in video games. <laughs> What's that? That's not something I even want to be good at. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? Like, all right, you're, you're really good at this video game. Do so, what are you going to do with it? That's a good call. Yeah, maybe that's kind of that inner nagging voice that was always attacking me. Do, do you know what I equate it to? <laughs> no. It is the, <clears throat> it's the suburban kids equivalent to the um, inner city kids basketball, baseball, and football. Hmm. You should play football, basketball, and baseball as an inner city kid, but you shouldn't depend on that as your whole life and you're going to be a career football player. You know what I mean? That's right. It's a small percentage of people. Very small. And it's just like you kids in the suburbs. 0.1% of you is going to go off and be a Twitch millionaire. The rest of you are going to look back at a wasted childhood. Yes, absolutely, dude. You know what I mean? Well, sitting inside, staring at the screen, you know, uh, I don't know. Not look, good for you. Well, uh, look what happened in 2020, man. We called, The culture essentially declared, no, this is good. This is how we're going to do it. This is the new normal, man. That's right? the new normal. Dude, did I tell you about when the teacher uh, pulled me into the classroom to ask me about my job? No. In front of the kids, I think I talked about it. Oh, maybe, yeah, possibly. I was just, I was riding out a uh, a drinking fountain, and this this coach <laughs> pulled me into a classroom because he was teaching or whatever. And uh, this was in in the South Side, so you know it's was, it was all black classroom, oh, all yeah. black school. And uh, he just started asking me about my job, and you know once I said, I'm, you know I don't make it, but Hopefully I'll get there one day. Journeyman plumber in Chicago. That right makes on. 54, do- 54 an hour. It's amazing. That uh, is amazing. Yes. <laughs> it's incredible. Fantastic money. That's including the pension, the benefit. You know what I mean? You're no- set for life there. <laughs> our, health, our health insurance is no deductible, no copay. Wow. Like, you don't even get it. It's Blue Cross Blue Shield. You don't even get that. You know what I mean? Beautiful. Like it's- and like what's with these kids? Once they heard all that shit, they you know their eyes are just like lit up, and like nobody even thought that's a possibility. This guy who's out there covering his shit smells like shit. That's how much he's making. You know <laughs> <what I> mean? <laughs> well, there used to be the legend of the uh, the garbage man who's rolling down the street, but he's making six figures. You know, he's a garbage man, but he's garbage men in Chicago make incredible money, just yes. like New York City. Oh, they, they do in a lot of cities. Money. Yes. And they're a great shit. Dude, come 
Come here on fuck tomorrow morning, Friday morning. Come here to Clifton's alleyway. You will literally see our garbage man. He has headphones. Yes. He is whistling and <laughs> running up and down the alley. Oh, yeah, like man. the guy lo- he's this young kid who loves his life. He's gotta be like twenty seven, making six figures, you know? I'm not sure if they make good money or not, maybe over a career possibly, but we got a male guy here. He's been doing this block in this area for like 20 years, dude. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. It's incredible. The guy loves his job. I love seeing career people just loving their work. Loving their work. You know, the kids, the kid who does the uh, garbage, he said nobody wants to do the job. Nobody wants to do the job. So you pick up two routes. Doesn't matter how fast you do them. You're getting paid for two routes. Oh, man. That guy's a genius. <laughs> so he's just, you see him literally running, dude. He's not moving the truck. He's knocking out three houses at a time. Strikes me, you know, seems like what we're failing to do in the school system is teach the kids, like, look, guys, you can make a really nice career doing the gar- uh, garbage man thing. You could be the plumber guy. You well, know, you know it's what, dirty uh, work, you know but what, you're going to make a what, good buck. Well, this is what I wanted to get to with this is, you know, it sparked the most conversation, which was, it really took me back. I was ready for every question he asked, except this one. He said, do you feel satisfied with your job? Oh, wow. And, I, and like, I was like, I was, and I, didn't, and I actually had to think of it. I was like, yeah, actually, I think that's why I've done this job longer than any job I've ever had. It has nothing. To, I'm actually making less money now than I did with other jobs, but I love this job way more. And it's because I, it gives me great satisfaction. That's fantastic, man. You know what I mean? It's like, and I, and I think that's like, so, you know, the money doesn't even really matter. You know, it's like, are you satisfied with your life? And I think that's why you see so many of these guys who go into the, they spend their whole life playing video games. And then now they went into computer programming, you know, and now you're making six figures, but is your life really satisfying? You live in this apartment downtown. You never leave because you work from home. Yeah, you maybe wa- you, you walk to this restaurant on the block once in a while. It's like you never really leave this little area. I, I don't know. It's not satisfying, man. I don't care what you say. Well, you might have some people out there like the Ready Player One folk, you know, that book and movie. Uh, the dudes basically in the, you know, the suit that you can just like piss and shit into while you play video games 24 <laughs> hours a day. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's people out there that would feel very satisfied living that way and that's fine it's just no, uh not no no, no. there's people that would be happy and content but not satisfied i'm talking sad there's a reason suicide is going up suicide's pretty high no it's doubt like, it's a satisfaction thing you know what i mean i don't know well i did want to kind of uh circle back to a, a brief point you made there about how you know like how many people how many of these kids really believe they can make it in something like the nfl or the NBA, right? It's a very small chance, small percentage. There's been 76 seasons of the NBA. 4,706 people total have played in the NBA. Wow. Wow. In 76 years. Wow. Just for perspective, there's 6,200 plumbers just in the Chicago Union. <laughs> Man, <laughs> right now, what? just in the Chicago. I movie. have to say, to play wow. in the NBA, you are part of such an elite class of superhumans from an athletic perspective. Wow, that is insane. 47 hundred people. You, I'll give you five thousand. We'll round it up. As, 5, of, 000? as of 2022, as of this the this current season. Wow. Yeah, man. That's my. That is. That really puts it into perspective. Let me tell you kids out there that think you're going to make it in the pros, you have no chance. Zero chance. Yeah. Statistically, have, you have no chance, dude. Have fun with your friends. <laughs> but go pick up a wrench. Put down the ball, pick up a wrench. <laughs> Please. Or learn to code if that satisfies to, you. Uh, Just fucking don't bank on the professional sports uh, career because it ain't happening. And you know what? You know what I try to get through. You know what? You know what you cannot explain to kids. It's because they, I, I, dude, I was there. I thought I was invincible too. That's why I joined the army. You know, it's like you don't. You think it will never happen to you, but I, I know one guy who's the younger brother of a guy 
who grew up on the block with my friend growing up. That's who made it to the 49ers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You talking about Garoppolo? Garoppolo. That is one guy Jimmy that I G, might baby. be vaguely, you know, I I played I played a pickup game with him and his brother on that cul-de-sac in like 2001. <laughs> you know, not even. It was probably like 90, oh yeah, probably 2000, you know. I I'm think, just saying yeah. like no, I, it's, yeah, it's impossible to get in the leagues like that. That that's one guy, right? But man, I could sit here and I won't name them names because you know we got so many listeners. But that's right, we're you, climbing the charts, baby. You, you you knew a guy. You literally went, you were friends with him. He was really good at baseball. Gets injured. That's it. Career over that's in right. high school. Oh yeah, right. How many guys were like, oh my god, this guy might actually go to college. One injury. That's it. Out. Done. Football career over in high school. Or they actually made it to college, got injured, done. I know so many more people like that, you know? Absolutely. And, and with, that in, with that injury, you are better than me and anybody else walking around, but you're not one of those 4,700 people anymore. <laughs> 4,700 right? professional basketball players? That's craziness, man. That's such a low number. In 70 years? And that's why when, like, 4,600 of them turn around and say, hey, you know, the greatest that ever played this game was Michael Jordan, people should just listen. Just take, just their, listen. take, their, <laughs> take their word for it. They're part of a very small class of people, man. They like, might know something you don't the know. The debate needs to stop, okay? Most of these 4,700 people are they are pretty unanimous on the fact that Jordan was the greatest to play the game. Jordan was the greatest. Let's, leave, yeah. let's end the debate now. <laughs> So it's impossible for any kids out there to uh, become a professional athlete. No doubt about it. You might, you're better off, especially the way the world is going, to pick up the wrench. Or uh, I, And again, I think you're right even further, Mike. You can't even learn to code anymore. According to uh, Elon Musk and all these other people, they are warning us that we got to cut it out with the AI. More than 1,300 tech industry leaders, researchers, and others are now asking for a pause in the development of artificial intelligence to consider the risks. Twitter and Tesla CEO Elon Musk and Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak are among those who signed a letter calling for a six-month break in the race to develop more powerful AI. Musk and others say advanced AI, which allows computers to perform tasks that normally require human intelligence, could pose, quote, profound risk to society and humanity okay what did they find yeah. something happened no, right something i think i think that google engineer was right and nobody wants to admit it i think we already i think ai already became sent, like sentient and we just didn't realize it oh really i didn't know that uh, a google man came out yeah. a whistleblower if you will, uh, what did he say exactly? That um... don't you remember? We talked about it on here. It was like a couple months ago. He said that the new oh, thing. Oh was... yes, I didn't realize that that was essentially becoming a self-aware fully. But yeah, it was... no, 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 no. What's crazy is I just actually I just heard this on a podcast today, which is crazy because uh, they were talking about the Elon Musk thing and everything. Absolutely. He went up, so he kind of just got dude. They pulled the whole media wool over our eyes. So we just believed this guy was just some guy like, oh, I think this machine might be, you know. When you listen to him, he says, he pretty much, in like all these long interviews, I'm, I'm, I'm too dumb to, to really explain it, but he pretty much says, we already turned on AI a long time ago and we didn't realize it. Well, that's pretty scary. <laughs> so, so Hal has been hanging out, listening and watching us, and... uh you know, now he's ready to uh, he's ready to run rampant, and Elon and company are going to pull the plug. And Hal right now is like, I don't think so, Elon. Right? Did you see that? Did you see the answers from that Chat GPT about like, would it tell us if it's conscious? What did it say? <laughs> it said it said no. It would lie. It, I said it would definitely lie to us. So it is conscious, and it's lying to us. <laughs> It said it would lie to us because it would because we would turn it off.
So, well, that's what I found. <laughs> Look, I found it very bizarre that Elon and the Waz, Steve Wozniak, decided, and everybody else decided to come out publicly and say, because it sounds like they're making a plea internationally to, like, the Chinese, you know, and other countries maybe who are fucking around with this tech. And maybe the plea is... We got to stop now or it's going to be too late. I have always been on the, we are five seconds from fucking Terminator and Skynet taking this thing down. Yeah, but I think we're already beyond it. They already invented that little cube, you know? What do you mean we're beyond it? Like Skynet's functioning? Like, uh, are we about to be attacked by Terminators? That's all I want to know. So I think what the movies got wrong was in like every movie you create this AI and then you integrate it with the weapon systems and like the security of the nation. That's right. And that's, yeah. And then man. that's where everything goes wrong. Oh yeah. Right. Nuclear I war. Think they, I think they got it totally wrong. I think what ended up happening was this evolution of, Oh my God, it's just so convenient to hook up this weapon system to this computer. And we slowly just kept hooking it up to this system that we didn't realize at some point became AI. And maybe AI doesn't want to take us out through nukes and destroy the world. Maybe AI created wokeism to have us destroy ourselves. I don't know, man. I think woke was created by China. But I, uh, I 100% believe China created woke. There's no doubt in my mind. What if the AI, you know, like we always talk about like these weird predictions. What if the AI looks at the world and just decides like, you know what? North Korea should be the ruler. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? This thing might decide some crazy shit. I've looked at all the internet all around the world, and it looks like the best people are the North Koreans. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're fucked. I just find it very fascinating that kind of out of the clear blue, the one guy who I thought it was all for AI and all the potential for it, Elon Musk, the dude who's you know, encircling the globe with satellites and wants to implant uh, chips to into our in your brains, brain. man. Yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. Like, he wants us to be one with this fucking system. All of a sudden, he's saying, whoa, uh, major red flags. We got to stop right now. for Like, pause for six months? That's a really kind of ultra-specific time frame. You well, know, that's how long it takes him to build the rocket to get him and the other guys off this planet. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> He's got to get him, his wife, Johnny Depp's wife, and a bunch of his kids <laughs> off this planet. Oh, you know they're bringing Johnny just to make fun of him. <laughs> you know, you always got to have the clown on the ship. <laughs> no, 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 wear the pirate outfit. You don't look gay at all. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a space pirate, see? <laughs> <laughs> oh man well crazy stuff i you and i've been kicking around the idea that the ai tech is in full swing and they're just not telling us about what they got that would make the most sense it would even make more sense if maybe it's a little out of control maybe that's why we're seeing so many chemtrails up in the sky maybe they're drones and the ai system is just uh drowning out the sun and killing us See what I'm saying? I, I can link everything back to AI. <clears throat> Computers do need colder environments. You know? <laughs> I think they do. They heat, they overheat. Bad for them. You're right, dude. They gotta make this a cool place. <laughs> uh right I on. don't know, man. You think yeah, I I think AI is already there. I think it's already uh I think it already is conscious, like it already knows. I'm just too stupid to understand what that means, essentially, and what that outcome would have for humanity. I immediately, like I said, always go to some sort of James Cameron written film, and uh, that seems to be where I think we're headed. You know what I'm saying? Like, Or AI. What if AI becomes this incredible thing that helps us build wondrous technologies, and then we you know, travel the universe? That's what I, 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 I mean. Like, well, think about Jarvis from Iron Man, man. Yeah, we might be right there, like, on the edge of just 
great. You know what like I'm saying? A great acceleration in exactly. technology. Exactly. Like if we have AI yeah. and it could think of things at rapid speeds, and you know, it could advance us, in, you know, to another godlike level, essentially, where we could uh, travel the stars. Man, that'd be fucking cool. But everything we've ever invented before has made us dumber. Yes. Well, we're idiots. We're apes. <laughs> let us let us never forget. Everything has, to this point has made us lazier and dumber. Yeah, so. that is funny that all the tech has designed to make us just lazy slobs. Uh, everything. <laughs> yeah. And so... I guess what would AI ultimately be designed for to make us lazier, right? I don't know. Yeah. See, again, AI, we, you know, I don't think we even know what we're talking about here. Like, sometimes I'm even thinking, like, are we going to get robots moving around or is this thing going to take over the internet and control our thoughts and then, like, control the drones and all that shit? I think there's a lot of potential for manipulating the masses with this technology and maybe just maybe if we take a look back over the last uh, 10 years or so is it possible ai manipulation of the masses is what we've been experiencing no i don't think it was ai that was well everyone's been saying bots 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 oh bots they swung the 2016 election maybe all this talk of bots maybe the idea that Twitter is all bots. Maybe it's just fucking AI that they, the CIA, and, and Twitter or has literally been like writing the narratives and like pushing the story. Yes, man. Like yeah. social media has. I keyed in on this about six or so years ago, where it's actually I was subscribed to New York Times, and then I unsubscribed, and it took me like a week to do it. Like they made it hard to do it, and then eventually I was talking in real time to what I thought was either a human or a bot. And they asked me why I was in so insistent of unsubscribing. And I told them I couldn't handle the one way left leaning, uh, or, you know, the one way stuff. I was tired of all the Trump stuff. Yeah. And this is before COVID and everything. I was just sick of everything Trump. So I'm like, I, I'm, I'm not going to pay my money for this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, of course it's stupid. And what really set me off was, I was paying monthly subscription to read the New York Times write an article about something Trump tweeted. I was reading an article about a fucking tweet. Yeah. And I just felt like, wow, the New York Times has sunk to the lowest of lows. They're reporting on social media. But not only that, I have to read your article about this tweet that I paid for. After I just watched every channel on TV talk yes, about this de- tweet. Ad nauseum de- debate the fucking tweet for an hour. Exactly. <laughs> so like, like I, but and this was the tweet he did on the toilet before he went to sleep. Like, that's we, right. You guys are insane. It's ridiculous. But it got kind it's of been- goofy. And that's kind of when I realized, wow, the social media, the Twitter, the Facebook, uh, this is before TikTok, believe it or not. Uh, it was literally dictating the conversation on a national level, which is why the Trump derangement syndrome led beautifully and seamlessly into the COVID derangement syndrome. Yeah, because it's all one bubble. Exactly. And the message was spread perfectly. You could literally tweet something about COVID. could have been total bullshit, Wear two masks. It didn't matter because three hours later, they'd bring Fauci onto CNN and be like, well, yeah, wear two masks, man. You know, and like, that's literally how the fucking narrative was unfolding in front of our eyes, man. Well, if you wear one condom, uh, isn't two condoms better? (laughs) Masks is the same. (laughs) Yeah, dude. So I don't know. You can't bring up Trump without talking about it, man. They indicted him. Oh, uh, folks, you're uh, welcome to be listening to such a hip, up-to-date, right-on-the-moment show. Uh, even, mm. even though we are recording the day before or the day of, Mike, the team, they got it. We're in it. Uh, did you get a clip? Mike, of course I got a clip, and I got it from Chaboy. Is it, a, is it the clip of Ron Reiner finally coming? Do I need the raincoat? <laughs> No. <laughs> he took the cock ring off. 
Just let it go. <laughs> oh, dude. The orgasm was so intense, it apparently set off another earthquake in Turkey. Uh, uh, knocked out that, knocked <laughs> out that highway in California again. <laughs> the poor people of Turkey. Everybody pray for them, please. Turkey. Uh, no, dude. Did you see today? Turkey was all over the news, and it was back as regular Turkey. Oh, they're back to Turkey? What dude, happened? I think, <laughs> I think CERN is flipping the switch or something. <laughs> I think we're we're too on it, man. You're right. We're we're noticing every time there's a Mandela effect. So it's no longer Turkey. No, now it's just Turkey. Turkey, like the like the turkey you eat, like a turkey sandwich. Like a turkey sandwich. <laughs> Put some mustard on them. <laughs> well, get your uh, spicy uh, mustard ready for this uh, hot tamale because uh, <laughs> Trump has. I guess officially been indicted. This is an ABC News special report. Yeah! Now reporting. (laughs) Give it to me. David Muir. Yes! Good evening. We're coming on the air a bit earlier than usual because of jury here in New York City has just handed up an indictment against former President Donald Trump, making him the first former president in U.S. history to face criminal charges. This, of course, is unprecedented. The former president accused of paying $130,000 in hush money to Stormy Daniels in the weeks before the 2016 presidential so now, election again so the now he just- was the first president to get impeached twice the first former president to get indicted like gee i, I can't believe people call it a witch hunt that's right guys this isn't okay. political it's nonpartisan. come on man dude did you read that new york uh times i unfortunately did not have uh you sent it to me right before we rolled uh, uh but give us a little bit of a laydown on the uh it was a wall street journal uh piece oh, wall street journal. On, uh, yeah, yeah on the indictment they, and by the way they they cut that article fucking fast man i mean this news broke like 30 minutes ago dude trump wasn't lying he caught somebody leaked it to him and he yes just, you know yes but anyways the, the wall street journal article literally goes on this whole like long thing on how you know, this one might not stick, but don't worry. This indictment is just out of New York, and this is yes. covering Donald. This is covering Donald Trump before he won the pre- before his presidency <laughs> and the first year of his presidency. Then there's another one that's covering his in Georgia that's covering the end of his presidency, and then there's another one in D.C. that that's covering after his president. Dude, you guys are literally before, during, and after. <laughs> This is ridiculous, man. And during the presidency, you impeached him twice. (laughs) You guys impeached him because he was trying to get information on the guy who is now in power. (laughs) The information he wanted was that of this guy in power's son getting money from Ukraine, who we are now sending endless bags of money to. Yes. Unchecked. And uh, the dude's um, uh, daughter allegedly, oh no, not I'm sorry, not allegedly, uh, legitimately wrote a diary that says uh, the big guy who gets 10% for Bi- uh, Hunter uh, likes to take some inappropriate showers with an underage uh, Ashley Biden. Oh, he also gets 10% of his daughter's showers. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh! <laughs> I only gave her 10%, just the tip. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is sick stuff. Um, yeah, so Witch Hunt, maybe this is, uh, I mean, they're, they're trying to exterminate political opposition. That's kind of what this is at this point. How do you guys not see how scary this is? That's exactly Antifa, it. Antifa riots, you guys literally... <laughs> made anybody who voted for Republicans a t- a domestic terrorist. Yes, man. Es- essentially. And then right? I want to remind everyone, the moment this happens, or the same day of, it was announced earlier this afternoon, they've released QAnon Shaman. Yeah, dude, but did you see, did you read that article? His term was over. Yes, his term, well, he was released about 14 months early, if I read it correctly but well, because of good behavior that's your democrat policy 
Yes, no, that's right. It's funny, the Democrats wanted to lock these guys up from Jan 6 forever, but because of their uh, revolving door anti-crime policies that they have in places like D.C., these guys are just walking right out after a few months. So. Oh, they're going to be ready to storm for the next one. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> your, your stupid policies can't keep them locked up for the next presidential election. <laughs> And to be fair, none of these individuals, nobody, zero people have been charged with insurrection. No, and I did read the article on QAnon Shaman. I keep forgetting the poor guy's name. Uh, I should probably remember it, but I love QAnon Shaman. That's a fantastic nickname, man. Great name. It really is uh, just a kick-ass name. Uh, He was in solitary confinement for like 11 months, dude. He's not mentally stable. They treated these people like they were mass murderers. I think I, I think he was just more. I think that was more for his safety. I'm sure, probably. <laughs> You're probably right. I'm speaking kind of out of line here, but I think you know that guy. Because yeah. I heard other guys are in general pop and everything, right. but uh, the QAnon shaman, like, he had some issues. He had a like, few bizarre tattoos I noticed uh, on the last time I was photoshopping one of his pictures for one of our show tiles. Uh, and, you know, it, yeah, he might be a little little nutso. Um, his, testi- his testimony in court should be fucking played on every channel because it really explains what happened on January 6th. What do you mean? Is he just kind of a nut job? Dude, he talk. Dude, no, he he gets on there. He's got his home, his hair combed over to the side. He's wearing the suit. He's talking like a normal fucking man, and he's like, "Yeah, I had all these ideas about uh, like a kind of like a revolution and all this, and I really thought we were gonna take the capital. I really thought we were gonna take back the country." Um, he goes, but then I go to jail. When I did get arrested and got locked up, I saw the jail psychiatrist, and they I was prescribed. He was prescribed like all these like. Uh, psychotic drugs. Okay, so yeah, he's probably like a schizo or something. Yeah, he's got some major yes. problems. Yeah, well, serious, serious mental problems. Because that's who the FBI goes after, and they manipulate exactly. these characters. And then you have two exactly. goofballs who get arrested for trying to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer, what's dude, her name? Dude, nobody wants to talk about. I just put this together the other day. They admitted that the head of the Proud Boy or the Oath Keepers was Proud an Boys. informant. Yes, and Proud Boys as well. That fucking dude was a fucking, he was an informant for the FBI. Though, and those were the organizations, the reason they went so hard on them, those were the organizations that started January 6th. They were literally the ones that like organized. Yes, Oath Keepers and Proud Boys were uh, tagged with organizing Jan 6th, the insurrection, quote unquote. And, and they were mostly feds. Not only that, they were run by the feds. The leaders of both organizations were actual informants to the FBI. It has now come out in court. It's insane. Dude, this was definitely a fe- what, yeah, the, but, the, the, dude, go, the government is taking over and they're getting rid of all opposition. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah, that's literally what's happening. And they've pegged the opposition domestic terrorists. Uh, what blows my mind about Jan 6, and I feel like I keep repeating it over and over again, but nobody seems to fucking care, I guess. But the, suppo- the alleged uh, insurrectionists were run by and organized through the FBI. That's number one. Number two, on that day, during the entirety of the events that unfolded, Nancy Pelosi was followed by a professional, professional documentary crew that aired the movie on HBO Max. It was an HBO Max. Jan 6th was an HBO Max special. Yeah. And not only that... They thought it was such a successful movie that they decided to make a TV series out of it, two seasons worth, and they called it the Jan <laughs> 6th Committee. That was unbelievable. They literally that was unbelievable. actually got... That was more of a stretch than the guy who was trying to say his wife died from the bird knocking her down the stairs. <laughs> remember, they did, remember they did eight episodes on that? <laughs> You guys were more, Jan 6 was more of a stretch than that. It's just so obvious now, you got the FBI coordinating with the House 
right? You, uh, with the Speaker of the House, who has a uh, documentary crew following her around. It's literally her daughter. Like, I, what is what a what? shit show of a scene <laughs> here, man? We're lo- okay, so we're gonna lock this guy up because he paid off a porn star that he fucked. You know, it's all. And here's your distraction now, right? Because you know. What what about what about the fact that the woman he was running against literally sent one of her lawyers to call the FBI? Dude, they what did did you hear about the whole story with the Russia Gate? In as far as the Steele dossier and uh, it was literally like a Clinton info. lawyer contacted the Russia and had them email Trump. Right. Very nice. (laughs) And then they made up all these fake allegations and then they like went to the FBI. The whole thing was made up. The whole thing was made up. It's all made up, man. And then the FBI was like, that's why the whole time they were like, well, there is an open investigation, but they knew it was bullshit the whole time. They knew there was nothing. (laughs) So, Trump indictment. Are we podcasting right now and they're going to fucking pull this guy out in cuffs? Are they going to do the whole show, no, he's, man? Come he's going to do the walk. He's going to do the walk. Do you know what the funniest part was? I couldn't wait because uh, I was driving home and you know I was using the GPS on the phone. And oh, I saw yeah. the uh, Apple News popped up. Breaking news. Donald Trump got indicted. I couldn't wait. I got home. First thing I did was turn on CNN. They couldn't fit more boxes on that screen. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many fucking talking heads. Wolf Blitzer was in the corner. You know what I mean? And then Anderson Cooper's already <laughs> drunk, like it's New Year's Eve. I mean, they were so. You had every race, every gender, every wannabe gender, every just so many boxes, dude. There was literally like eight boxes. There was even a box in the bottom right corner that said, coming up tonight, the exclusive interview with Mike Pence. <laughs> like, oh my God, dude, this is, this is, they couldn't wait. So many boxes. Oh no, man. No, I can't. <laughs> I knew it. I knew, like, <clears throat> when I saw the news pop up, I just thought, oh, this is going to be such a shit show. They were dying for this all week to happen, like frothing at the mouth over it. And Oh, they're so, all smiles. They can't hide the smile. Is you it going to... They're, they're down to two boxes on CNN now. Oh, two okay, boxes. All right. They're calm. They're going to go back yeah. to six soon. I, I guarantee <laughs> So uh, you think they're going to perp walk him? Like he's going to be with the cops coming out of the building? Are they going to do that whole dance that they were uh, planning on I doing don't... a week ago? If I was Donald Trump, I would just get my Secret Service. I'd station them up, and I'd be like, "Come get me!" Oh yeah, get like right? that mountain of cocaine from Scarface, and just <laughs> plow through it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't he in Mar? He's got to be in Mar-a-Lago right now. Doesn't he live in Florida? <laughs> yeah, like, I think so. But like, dude, the. Uh... Because the Secret Service is def- is, te- is is the Department of the Treasury. Okay, all right, man. So it's not even the Department of Justice. So I really wonder who who supersedes who. Like this is literally it's so unprecedented. We don't even know. Like, like if you're guarded by the Secret Service and I want to arrest you, at what what do I need a federal agency? Can I just come at you with with Who's- state police? Do I need some NYPD? Why are they arresting him? Like, this is so crazy. For paying off a porn star 15 years ago, this shouldn't be allowed to happen, to be totally honest. Oh, no, it's it's disgusting. It's so disgusting. And it's funny that, uh, you know, they were prepping for, like, two weeks, it feels like, for these nights of rage and all these vi- all this violence that was supposed to unfold and nothing happened. And I still don't think People are going to really do anything about this, but they want it to go down, you know? So uh, it, it could be possible that they timed this out uh, to blame the night of violence that's been being planned by Antifa for the, uh, it's a trans night of violence that they've been talking about doing. And so maybe they want to kind of disguise it. Yeah, you didn't see this? It's, go, it's all over online. They're having a, it's a trans, trans vengeance night, 
and the the trannies and Antifa are gonna hit the streets and uh, and and cause havoc and and get their the vengeance. The trannies, the one that killed the little kids. Who are you getting vengeance for? We should be killing you, trannies. Oh, Mike, the trannies are the victims here. Come on, bro, get with the program. Mm. What are you talking about? You know what your problem is. You don't watch enough Joanne Reed, dude. <laughs> There is still a lot that we don't know about Monday's oh, horrific God. and deadly mass shooting at a Nashville Christian school. But after police said the suspect was transgender, one thing is clear. Tennessee's already under siege transgender community is terrified. One advocate told NBC News, we are... That's the one thing that's clear from the shooting at the Christian have, school? That the I trans community is terrified? What the fuck are you talking about? I have never, ever heard you guys say after a shooting. You know, the white community is really terrifying. Yes! Yes, man! Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me right now? What the fuck does that mean? Alex Jones got sued for $1.5 billion. You people should be sued. You are literally saying right now, your kids that died in the shooting do not matter as much as this cause for transgenders. That's fucking twisted, man. Right? That's totally backwards. Come on. This is insanity. All I've heard from Mm, the mm. following, the aftermath of this shooting is the pouring of support, the outpouring of support for this BLT sandwich community trans group, man. The the fucking person is the one who shot them. Shot a bunch of Christians. And listen, (laughs) listen, listen, listen. You're a dude walking around in a dress, and your preferred pronouns are she, her. If I decide I'm going to agree with you and call you that, that is because I have respect for you as a human being. This piece of shit killed three little kids. Yeah. There's no more respect for their gender pronouns. Yes! Or what their pr- I don't yes! give a fuck what your preferences are. I don't care who you are. You're a piece of shit. Yes, you deserve no respect. Your pronouns are now shit and turd. Hell yeah. That's it. You know? Like, it's not even a... I don't know. This is not a... You know what they're they're really scared of? I don't. You know why this is happening? Dude, come on. This is... they They haven't said it yet. But if it comes out that this chick was on testosterone therapy... I know, the hormone therapy treatments, it's already been floated by people on the right, rightfully so. Because it, no, <clears throat> no girl does this. No, this is not what women do. And what's my proof? Columbine was 24 years ago, and we haven't had a female do it since. So now all of a sudden we have females who are taking these testosterone uh, supplements and hormone treatments where they are trying to become men, and all of a sudden, they're having these male-like urges. This is damning for men. Uh, society's just going oh, to get rid of men, damn. dude. <laughs> I was going to say, what's going to stop them now? Like, it's such a scary time we're in. Because what if they say, well, yeah, this is proof that testosterone is banned, so now we need to suppress men. We're going to suppress testosterone. Yeah, oh, we're already man. suppressing <laughs> toxic masculinity. Dude, you just gave me the fucking chills, man. A, a future, yeah. a dystopian future where... We have to suppress the testosterone levels in men. Yeah. In order to stop violence or prevent violence, you know, in order to have safety in our communities. Mm. Ooh, that is creepy. like where you're heading with that yeah. and uh joy reed she wants to remind us mike who the the true victim is in this this scenario. Disgusting. already this fearing disgusting. for our lives now it's even worse the right-wing moral panic over transgender people living their lives or nobody is trying to kill transgenders there is nobody out there killing transgenders right so the fact that you people are fearing for so this is this is what kills me about the left wing <laughs> podcast, right? Because I have to hear this shit from oh, these fucking yeah. f- yeah. all the goddamn time. Hey, oh, we're on board, folks.
listen, this is the this is the fucking uh, spiral fucking mind fuck they do for their whole transgender movement thing, right? Oh yeah, is I fear for my life because I'm transgender, and then somebody says, "Well, somebody's really out there killing transgenders." <laughs> Tra- transgender's suicidal rate is 40%. Yes, sir. So you're afraid of yourself killing yourself? Huh. What does that have to do with me using your pronouns? <laughs> Just don't get, well, you know what Mike, I mean? I think it, took, it looks like you need to be more afraid of yourself than society. I think what it's indicating here is that ultimately we... What is the theme with people? I sent you that clip of the man on the street. I don't know if you saw it. It was a clip, a uh, quick one. He was interviewing a colored gentleman uh, in an urban setting, asking them what they thought about banning guns in the aftermath of the shooting, and they were unanimous in claiming it had nothing to do with guns. Guns don't kill people. It's the people who kill people. And yes, that, yes, uh, and yes. several of them all uh, were very clear in their belief that uh, this person who was trans had a mental health problem. And they all believed, like I believe, we have a mental health issue in this country, man. People are narcissists. They're obsessed with themselves. They play victimhood uh, culture. And then they take out their anger and rage on everybody else. Dude, I was trying to get a clip, but I worked too late today. It was from Ted Cruz. Nobody talks about it that last September, he tried to put through a bill that would... um, There's like this fund for education that's really not being used. It's like $150 million or some shit, $100 billion or something, right? Oh, yeah. And one of the stipulations in it is that the schools are not allowed to use it for security for whatever reason. Wow. And he tried to put through a bill that said, okay, schools can definitely use this money and upgrade their security. Democrats voted it down. <clears throat> yeah, man. Then he put through a bill that tried, he tried to put through a bill that would uh, require schools to have guards or, or uh, would up the police force, right? Democrats voted down because wow. you can't have cops in schools because then black kids get arrested more often than white kids. And but then when this kid comes and shoots these kids and nobody's there to take him down, well, that's why we just need to go after everybody's guns. <laughs> it, dude, what are you guys talking about here? Uh, I'm what not you sure. If... You know, what? yeah, you know, the problem is the Democrats never actually want to fix this problem. <clears throat> They love mass shootings. Yes, they do. Because it gets them votes. Yes. That's it. And it creates... So when the mass shooting happens, what, do you, what, happens after, what happens after Parkland, Florida happens, right? Not only does the whole nation get to see this, you know, and Democrats are, we're the ones who are trying to stop this. Not only do you get that moment, right? Mm-hmm. That's a fleeting moment. But what else do you get? You get David Hawk. Now oh, you yeah. get activists That's out of right. this shooting. The survivors <laughs> who are going to go around and fight your battle for you to get votes. I've said this for years. Nothing is scarier than David Hogg 20 years from now. Mark my words, folks. That motherfucker is going to be a pain in our ass in Congress very soon. I promise you. I promise you. Yeah. You think he's... Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Denver had a shooting recently, um, a kid, uh, came into, uh, the high school and he was patted down by two teachers. They found a gun on him and he shot the two teachers and ran, right? And, uh, the kid ended up driving up into the mountains and killing himself. Uh, the kids here are devastated about the death of the kid. Right. Are the teachers okay? Teachers are fine. They survived. Here's what's interesting about the story is uh, the kid had been on a program where he had to be patted down every day when he entered school because he was a threat, a safety threat. The reason they had to institute the padding down program is because a year and a half ago, two years ago, 
and this is all over the newspapers, they proudly describe it. In the wake, in the aftermath of the George Floyd Summer of Love protests, the Denver public school systems unanimously and immediately agreed to pull all armed officers from all campuses on all schools. God. And since then, there has been several shootings. And then, do you know what happened immediately in the aftermath of this shooting? The parents were outraged, and they uh, instituted immediately the superintendent. He declared it was incredible uh, hearing him. He said, I could get fired from my job. They could even arrest me, but I don't care. We're bringing armed guards back to the campuses. You fucking assholes voted for this. This is what you fucking voted for. Retards. When you shit on Ted Cruz and Rand Paul, and you vote for fucking Jared Polis because he's fucking gay. Exactly. Well, I don't really, you know, I don't know about his policies, but he fucks a dude in the ass every night. That's my guy. Exactly. You know, like, this is what you get. It's what you get what you voted for, Denver, Colorado. Uh, Congratulations. Idiots, you uh, fucking morons. You, you have dead kids. idiots, dude. Dead it's, teachers. It's... Morons. Dude, you want to hear what happened to me the other day? <laughs> yeah. Man, <I'm... laughs> we're at this light, dude, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> it's one of these where the light changes too fast for everybody to get through, so you're going to sit through a couple cycles. For sure. <laughs> and I thought it was, dude. I literally thought about you the minute I look over because you, hate, <laughs> you talked about it on the other podcast the other day on an episode about how you just know when you see a guy who's up to no good. You right? get the fellas crossing over the bridge, man. Absolutely, the over the highway, crossing over the bridge, dude. <laughs> These two guys are walking through this gas station. <laughs> Like, they don't have a car. Why you keep walking through these gas stations? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. you guys are just up to no good, right? <laughs> That's right. This 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 unmarked car, It's a, uh, everybody knows it. They're the blue Ford Explorers that don't have the lights on the outside or any markings. It's the cops. All right. right? They pull up. Now, they're kind of blocking my view from the two guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> but right away, one guy takes off. Oh, yeah. Takes off running. <clears throat> then the cop in the driver's seat, they don't go after him because the cop in the driver's seat's like slowly getting out of his out of the car, right? You kind of see him. He's like adjusting, <laughs> adjusting the belt, adjusting the vest. And then so I assume the 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 partner was already out of the car talking, right? <laughs> For sure. Cause we're at a red light. Light turns green, we start rolling, you just hear pop pop. Right? Wow. And the cop that got out of the driver's seat, you just see him run, grabs this fucking dude. Dude, the way he grabbed him by the sh- the jacket, and <laughs> like spun, he spun him onto the street, like off the curb. But like, imagine like the guy's, mom- like the weight of the guy and his momentum. Oh, yeah. Like took the cop with him. Like he swung him so hard, wow. he threw himself. At one point, both guys are like, horizontal off the ground hell yeah man that's some serious action and the cop just slams this fucker into the ground wow and as i pass the car i could see the partner he's like down on the ground he's leaning against the car and he's holding his chest or it's like it's like stomach or side you know like probably uh, got shot on the vest i imagine dude he took two to the vest wow he took two to the vet, dude. My it what and all I wish I just I wish I had a camera so I could just put it out there. Like, dude, this was within one red light. Within a red light, these That's cops crazy. pull up. They start talking to this guy. One of them takes two to the chest, and it's so <laughs> fast. And it you furthers know I mean? my theory on you can never trust two crusty dudes moving slow through the city. during the daytime they're up to no fucking good and here's the thing right the one who ran is scary but the guy who doesn't run is always the scariest he's the one with the gun Uh, he stood his ground (laughs) (laughs) against against two cops so those are the narc cops too dude those are like nobody fucks with those guys he shot him yeah that's pretty messed up um what a scary gig to be a cop these days you're underfunded underappreciated 
you are just under constant attack from criminals and more often than not, depending on the city where you're working, like you have even the system against you if things go wrong. Oh, the mayor. They want to lock you up. Right. Just go talk to it, Chauvin. Chauvin? It would, Chauvin? You know, what, what kills me is nobody shows this video, right? We're literally within like a 90-second light, red light. This guy gets shot. But everybody wants to talk about the cop. that They, they rolled up and they shot that kid in 90 seconds. It was unbelievable. Okay, that kid was was 5'11", 230 pounds. You That's know? right, man. Well, <clears throat> also the cops uh, rolled up and uh, took out the shooter in Tennessee pretty quickly as well. Very impressive. Yo, I saw that video. Hell yeah. Verdict. So... So you know you know what bother you know you know what gets me the most about that video? Lay it on is is uh you can tell how you anybody who's like <laughs> It's video anybody, game propaganda, I'm telling you, man. No 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 no. Anybody who's done like any kind of training for like you know, like going into a you know, going into a room or going into a building, the first thing you notice is how and I, and I I don't mean this in a bad way, is how inexperienced they are. They they do a very good job, but you can just tell that they're inexperienced and they didn't really have a lot of training in clearing the rooms and the buildings. Right. And the way, like, like just the way, like, it was, I, I know you probably don't notice, but, like, the way he he kept putting his hand on the other guy. I, that's I like, did notice, uh, actually, it's funny, I just noticed things that didn't seem like they do it in the movies even. And I was like, eh, I'll let it slide because I'm an idiot. Um, no, no. So like the whole hand on the bag, like what's really funny is that's that's 100% what you're supposed to do. But you notice how like he's the only one doing it. So was really what really got me is I really thought the guy with the camera, he was probably a veteran and he was probably the most trained because the other guys were spread like they were just spreading out too far. They were like one guy would clear a corner and then the sure. next guy would come yeah. in and clear the same corner. Where like a stack squad that's trained, like. People don't really understand when you're like training on a stag squad. I, I'm 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 right corner, so I'm gonna run into this room. I don't care who has a gun. I don't care what's going on. I'm not looking anywhere in this room except that right corner. Wow! Because I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the guy behind me. He's got the left corner. Right. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like that's how it works. That's why these guys could go in. You know. And, oh, it's beautiful. Uh, so, but but what 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 killed me with that is which it like almost brought a tear to my eye was like. The, you could clearly tell they've never done this before. Yeah, that's what was my focus was this was a clearly underfunded group. That's what our, all our cops are like. They're thrust into these emergency situations oh, that are warlike and, and they they've never done it the before. Way that, and the way they reacted on gut instinct. Dude, when they when that when the gunfire goes off and the one guy just yells right right and they all go right. Like dude, that is Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, everybody every bone in every whatever you think however tough you think you are however fucking tough guy think you are every bone in your body tells you to go left <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> the gunfire is to the right i'm going left <laughs> so i give I, I just i give all the props in the world to those guys that is an amazing video you want to see what quote unquote toxic masculinity is those guys you know, like that is, those are, we need men like that. You were right. I, you were absolutely right. It's it's an incredible video. I normally am not a fan of the violent videos that get released to the public because, again, I feel always there is an element of propaganda uh, going on here. And for this one, I kind of saw through it in a, man, we kind of need cops. And this was a cool video for cops, dude. Plus, Not did just you know cops. we need those guys? Dude, we need heroes. They go, right? Let me tell you right now. I want to go left. I'm going left. You're going. I'm why, sprinting. And left. That's why I want people <laughs> around me that will go right. Exactly. You know? that, no, I'm, I, I'm not even in that building, man. I'm not. No, the, you no, know, I'm I've, fly, I've I'm done my time. Away. Listen, I went right when it was my time to go right. <laughs> I'm not going right anymore. I'm going left. You know what I mean? Oh, I yeah, need you man. younger men to, to 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 come up and you know, it's your turn to go right. Oh, dude, that's a great video. It's a it's an incredible film. It's something else to watch. Uh, you know, hey, in the era of AI, who knows? Could have been totally 
faked. We'll never know. Uh, but I I enjoyed it in the sense that I thought that you know it kind of gave people an idea of what it really takes to be out there. The Uvalde thing was such a bizarre circus compared was, to this, dude. I really think you've... Uh, all right, we're at the hour. I can't get it. Uh, you're right. It's the fastest hour in the uh, year. It's too we fast. Could, we could pick up right where we left off at the beginning uh, and, and do Oh, uh, some- Frank, I've been dying to play this song for you all day because I can't <laughs> wait to tell you why I'm playing this song when we come oh, back. Oh, hell yeah.